Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 18 of Soul Food where we are going to look at another element that relates to the heart which is having high aspirations and how that affects our desire for nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how we should seek the highest of levels. So in this episode, we're going to look at the aspirations of one of the great companions, Sayyiduna Haritha. We're going to look at the importance of being true to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and why we should seek the highest levels. Uh, Sayyiduna Haritha radiallahu anhu was one of the great companions of the Prophet sallallahu And his example teaches us that one of the most important actions of the heart is having aspirations in Allah's generosity and grace, is really hoping and striving to be given the greatest portion of the gifts that our Creator bestows upon some of His creation. Uh, In yesterday's episode, we discussed the Battle of Badr and really the sacrifice that the companions made because all of their hope and yearning was in Allah and in being honored on the last day. Sayyidina Haritha radiallahu anhu, may God be well pleased with him, he was actually 17 or 18 years old at the time where he had a very amazing conversation with the Prophet So the Prophet sees him one, one morning and he says, Oh Haritha, how are you this morning? And Haritha responds, he says, I am a true believer in God. And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he says, be careful what you say, you know, because you don't, you don't just make claims if there isn't real proof to back it up. So what is the proof that you have? And Sayyidina Haritha, he says, it's as if I can see the throne of God in front of me. And it's as if I can already see the people in paradise, enjoying paradise, and the people in the fire being tormented in the fire. And the world and all that's within it has been removed from my heart. In other words, he has no attachment to the world. And he said that I spend my days fasting and my nights up in prayer standing all night. And that I don't have any desire for this world. And then the Prophet wasallam he said, You are a servant of God whom God has illuminated his heart. So hold fast to what you know. And then he said, O Messenger of God, make dua that I die as a martyr. Make dua that I die as a shaheed. And once again, this goes back to aspirations. He already has all of these amazing things happen, but he wants everything. He wants even the honor of of dying as a martyr in uh, in a way that's beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, away from any uh, perverted expressions of that, but in a way that's pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he died in the Battle of Badr, actually. And he was one of the 14 to die on that day. 
And after he died, his mother came to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and she said, O Messenger of Allah, is Haritha in, in paradise? And she kept asking because she wanted to know. She said, if he's in paradise, then my heart will be at rest. But if he's not, then I will be extremely sad. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, O mother of Haritha, paradise is not made up of just one garden. Because the word actually in Arabic for paradise is garden. So she said, is he in the garden? And the Prophet ﷺ said, he's not, paradise is not made up of just one garden, but many gardens. And your son has attained the highest firdos. He's been given the highest rank and place in paradise. So you look at Sayyidina Haritha radiallahu anhu. He had hopes in Allah and he yearned for higher and higher levels. And he had great aspirations. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fulfilled that for him. He was granted the highest level in paradise. So... You know, we, we need to understand what it means to be true with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how we can cultivate those kinds of aspirations. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, That Allah says, we grant the home in the hereafter to those who do not seek superiority on earth or spread corruption. And the happy ending, the successful ending, is awarded to those who are mindful of God. That not being, not seeking superiority in a worldly sense, that you lord yourself over other people, or spreading corruption by putting people down, and a lot of corruption comes in the form when people want to subjugate others or people are seeking superiority and power. So what does it mean to not seek superiority on earth? It means that a believer who seeks nearness to Allah and is on this spiritual path seeks superiority in the heavens, seeks superiority in the hereafter, seeks the pleasure of Allah that brings with it eternal honor and eternal elevation and eternal nobility and dignity. And these are people who have high aspirations. Sayyidina Haditha said, listen, you know, the diamonds and dust, gold and earth are equal in my eyes because they're all going to go away. But when you seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you seek His good pleasure, those are things that have eternal consequences. And someone who seeks that has lofty aspirations. And someone who just seeks this world, then it's going to fade when the world fades or when life fades. So ask yourself, what do you seek? What are your aspirations in life? What are the things that mean the most to you? And then that brings us to the next point of really seeking higher levels. Wherever you're at, you can seek more. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give more than you could ever possibly seek. So wherever you're at, it can still grow. And you can hope for more from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the battle of Badr, the angel Jibreel, uh, Gabriel, peace be upon him, he came to the Prophet sallallahu And he asked the Prophet what he thought of the people of Badr, all those Muslims who were present at Badr. And the Prophet said, they are the best of the Muslims. 
And Jibreel alayhi salam, he said, the angels who were present are also the best of the angels, the ones that were at Badr. So even that battle of Badr, when we think about it, despite the community being outwardly weak and their numbers being few, that they were actually elevated by Allah and considered the best of the community by far and the best of the companions radiallahu anhum. So they, they made that sacrifice and they had these aspirations. They hoped for great reward from Allah and they were given it. So what do you hope to achieve in your life? And I'm not asking you this to sort of, you know, make you feel bad. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't really have lofty aspirations. But I'm saying you should have lofty aspirations. And the issue is not about these outward achievements exclusively. But the state of your heart, what in your heart do you hope for from Allah? What do you want from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do you hope to be beloved to Him? Do you hope to be granted His love, His mercy, His honor, the highest levels of nearness and understanding and knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And Habib Umar, the author of this beautiful book, he says that in every time and in every place, Allah chooses people who will be resurrected amongst the people of Badr. That even though we're not with the people of Badr, that we can live up to their example and that we will be resurrected amongst them. And if we are resurrected amongst them, then we will be considered one of them, inshaAllah. And Habibullah says, may Allah make us among them. That they are people of lofty aspirations in every time and in every place. And don't think that you can achieve these things through yourself. And I'm not saying you can do it, just think that you're great and, you know, impossible is just in your mind. But it's not about that. You can't achieve it through yourself. But you can achieve it through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's grace. That put your hopes in Allah, direct yourself to Allah. And one of the great sages of Islam, he said, don't say me, me. In other words, don't say I'm like this, I'm like that, or I can do it, or I can't do it, but rather say Allah, 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 Allah. It's all about Allah. Allah can grant you all of that and more in the blink of an eye. All he needs to say is kun fayakun. So put your hopes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and raise your aspirations and make your hope in him. So that brings us to the call to action. Is today when you're breaking your fast or at any other time of the day, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you of his most beloved servants. Say, oh Allah, I want to be of the servants who are brought near to you. Oh Allah, I want you to bestow the highest levels of love that you bestow upon your servants. And don't think that that's too much to ask because you're asking from one who is generous. You are asking from one who could give you everything you ever aspire to have and he still has more to give, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his love and that he raises our aspirations and that he makes us people of goodness and transformation and courage and positive change in the world. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله